It's the end of the week. But the start of Luke and Lewis. Check it out, check it out. Let's go. On 1019. You ready? The Fox. Hang on. Sorry, Luke. Uh, button push a mic oh. here. I, I, I forgot to turn oh, your mic oh. on. Oh, jeez. Thanks, mate. You don't have the microphone on. And here I was thinking that it I was being unprofessional. It should be fixed now. My mistake. Sorry about that, yeah. guys. Guys, welcome to the show. It's Luke and Lewis on the Fox. Uh, you've only heard just me, but here's Luke. Hey, guys. I'm here too now. Um, <laughs> it's still, you said you were Mike 4. I am a dog. All right, guys. Okay. We're having some technical difficulties, but the main thing to remember is that we are buying a tandem bike tonight, and a couple of people here have made some expensive mistakes. So coming up after this, we're going to be talking about that. It's Luke and Lewis on the Fox. Okay, Luke does. It's mic three. Luke wants to get his microphone on, and we're not able to hear my voice. Oh, there it is. My voice, guys. Three on initially. Yeah, well, now I had to move mics because because you're paneling sloppy. But you told me to put four on, and I swapped it to four. Yeah. I, obviously, cool. I'm the only professional person in this whole studio, and uh, I think that you all need to respect my authority. So, I'm taking us to a song. It's Luke Lewis <laughs> on the Fox. So, we're asking you guys on 131060, what's the most expensive mistake you've made at work? Because, Luke, you've made a couple. I've made a few. I don't think I've made any at this job yet. That's still pending. We're working on it. Yeah, I'm not sure how I'd cost the radio station money, but I'm still working that out. And when I let you guys know, I'll, I'll, I'll guess I'll... I mean, it, this whole show could turn out to be a very expensive mistake, That's really, true. when you think about it. Yes. So w- we might get there, guys. Uh, but uh, at my old job, I worked at a golf club. And, and by the way, the reason why we're talking about this, I'll tell my golf club one after this. But the reason why is because uh, in Sydney, I think it was uh, during the week or maybe yesterday, a valet driver managed to crash a $200,000 Porsche. And I'm not talking, oh, nick the side of it when he's yeah. going... The uh, the car in front of him, a Subaru, which he was trying to go forward, ended up on top of the Porsche. So he somehow parked a car. Like the Porsche started wearing. Car. Yeah, the Porsche started wearing the Subaru as like a backpack. <laughs> like it's just a double decker car, and obviously, I'm not sure if the guy got fired, but. It's incredibly expensive mistake. It's a two hundred thousand dollar mistake, and we were thinking oh, plus the Subaru, so maybe two hundred forty thousand. That's true. So we were thinking, if you guys give us a call on thirteen ten sixty, can you even come close to a two hundred thousand dollar mistake at work? My most expensive mistake at a job was a four hundred dollar mistake in my second shift. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was fifteen at the time; it was my first ever job, and uh, my job was to park golf carts and plug the batteries in, so they charged overnight. The batteries are about four hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, ran straight over it and then also ran through the wall as well. Oh, you ran over a battery? Yeah, I, I pressed the accelerator instead of brake. Right. I mean, golf cart has literally two things, forward and brake, yep. and I mucked it up. <laughs> and was it a Porsche-branded golf cart? No, just oh. it wasn't quite as expensive as the 200k mistake. Well, it's not that bad then. Well, uh, I've got a story that I think actually tops the $200,000 mistake, and I'm going to tell it after this. You've uh, caused that much damage. Uh, yeah. yeah Do you want to tell, tell it on radio? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's been a while, so I'm going to tell it. All so, right. uh, give us a call on 131060. What's the most expensive mistake you've made Can you top my $400 mistake, or can you even top the $200,000 Porsche mistake? It has to be at work, though. I've got a very expensive it's, mistake. Well, this, beca- this is because a valet driver in Sydney 
crashed a $200,000 Porsche mm. and the car he crashed it into ended up on top of the Porsche. Yes. So that came out of Sydney. You had a big one that you yes. told me during the song. I've caused a half a million dollar mistake when I used to work in call center sales. Uh, we would do. We were collecting sponsorships for the SA Police Force, yeah. and uh, our business would take commission off that. We were supposed to say we're calling on behalf of the SA Police Force. I was calling all day as saying from the SA Police Force. I accidentally called a police officer. He complained. We lost a half a million dollar contract, and so did the SA Police Force. Did so. you lose your job? <laughs> no, no. So you essentially committed fraud. Accidentally. <laughs> I accidentally pretended to be a police officer right. demanding money over the phone, right. which is quite illegal. <laughs> well, um, Carrie Ann on 131060, what's the most expensive estate you've made at work? Um, well, it's not super expensive, but I've been left with an $80 meat bill from a customer after I've served them and they've walked off. I realized that the two hadn't actually been rung out. And, and did you have to pay it yourself? Yeah, I had to pay for their meat. That's oh. rough. Yeah, so it's, sort of, it's happened a few times in customer service. Customers will walk off without paying. And and that's the, your fault for some reason because they stole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'm paying for the customer's Did you ask food them and, to pay? Um, well, I don't know. I must have. So I don't know what's happened. Fault. It must have been really... Yeah, it's half my fault, I suppose. Yeah. But <laughs> they should know. Probably more like 70% if we're, if yeah. we're talking maths here. <laughs> if you were buying something, you'd know that you hadn't paid for it. Yeah, yeah. that's They're true. Like, oh, let's get out of here quickly. Well... <laughs> $80 isn't that bad, but uh, Jade, you can top it. What's the most expensive mistake you've made? Well, it's not actually myself. It's a co-worker in payroll. Mm -hmm. Accidentally paid one of our drivers $1,200, no, sorry, $12,000 rather than $1,200. Oh, right. Ooh. And did they, did they get the money back? Yeah. So we called him and he was actually on a cruise, Not luckily not spending our money, but oh. um, when he got back to shore, he was able to pay it back. Oh, <laughs> right. I was going to say, I thought he saw the money come into his account and went to <laughs> yeah, no, that'd be. <laughs> well, thanks for calling, Jade. Dion, uh, you can top that. How much money have you, uh, how much has your mistake cost you business? I was told it was about $5,000 worth of copper cabling. What did you do? Basically, we were working a job around North Melbourne. It was a uh, night mm. shift. We were installing conduits, and I was cutting through a pit to install a conduit. Yeah. Yep. And I damaged a cable that they just installed the week before. <laughs> <laughs> so they would have to reinstall it. Yeah, I'll tell you, there was a few boys not happy about the mistake. That's did sure. they get you to help? Uh, I, I did actually help them pull the new cable out of, oh, sorry, the damaged cable out of the pit. Oh, that's good. And did you yeah. get paid for that? Yeah, I, was a, I think I did a 16-hour shift that day. Uh, but was it for oh, free? Oh, really? So you made oh, some so more you money? you made more money off that. <laughs> oh, great <laughs> idea, Dan. I'll maybe do it again next week. Tradies out there, just keep making mistakes. You create more work for yourself. That. <laughs> Keeps the economy moving. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> intentional. Yeah, thanks for calling, mate. Now, uh, we didn't think that anyone would be able to call up and beat the $200,000 valet mistake. L or, or your one. Your or one. my half a million dollar mistake. But we've had someone call in called Mickey. Mickey, you're under a fake name because you've made a very expensive mistake. What have you done? Yeah, g'day, boys. Yeah, I'm going to look... Uh, that $250 thing that you got... $250,000 thing you guys done, I'm going to make that look like a Happy Meal with what I'm going to tell you now. <laughs> um, <laughs> All so, right, hit yeah, it. So, basically, um, we offloaded a part uh, with the forklift um, onto the floor next to an aircraft that was... Uh, it's called an APU that we're preparing for one of our aircrafts. Oh, no. And um, in the process of uh, coming down, um, it actually had tipped and it had fallen, fallen off the forklift. Uh, thankfully, it wasn't too high, but it was enough to uh, put the part under um, 
sort of a non-compliance at that stage. So, All right. And how much did the part cost? Uh, overall, $1 million, mate. <laughs> oh, that'll get you. That's a very and, expensive mistake. So that's did... $1 million US, so do your conversions, yeah? yeah. Whatever that's going to be. So you've obviously called up under a fake name. Is this because you never got in trouble for this? Uh, basically, uh, between you and I, um, and, and everyone, and listening. everyone listening on <laughs> Melbourne Radio, continue. Yeah, basically, the the engineer that was actually watching me do this mm-hmm. um, covered my back and said that the part was actually came off the truck, defected earlier on, and that Ooh. it was made uh, caused by the the freight company. Imagine so if you had a, had to pay like Kerry Ann with her meat. That would have been rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I hear you, mate. But uh, thankfully, you know, we've got good people, good company, and, um, you know, we, we all take care of each other, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, brilliant, Mickey. Thank you very much for calling. I, I, I can't, hope they never catch you. I can't believe this, but we've actually got one that we think may, may top Mickey. Nick, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? What's your most expensive work mistake? Surely you can't top a million dollars. It's probably not quite a million, but it's definitely hundreds of thousands if close to half a million dollars. Yeah. Right. What is it? Um, so it was my boss. Um, I was he used to work for a demolition company um, <laughs> over the summer. Here we go. And, uh, and we, um, he, we were demolishing this house. And yep. um, it was written down as 21, but my boss read it as 12. Oh, and no. those houses, those streets where <laughs> across the road, it, it doesn't match up the numbers. Yeah. And we accidentally demolitioned the wrong house. <laughs> You you bulldozed a house that you weren't supposed to. Exactly, yes. I hope the people weren't home. <laughs> no, they weren't, but they came home frantically and they're like, what have you done to the house? And we're like, oh, no. what you asked us to do? Yeah, well, that's awful because it's like, it's not just their house. You also smashed all their stuff, man. <laughs> yeah, we, were, we thought... Um, that they hadn't really taken much of their stuff out. We're like, do they not want any of this stuff indoors? You're like, oh, do they you, not want what? their TV? You looked, you looked in the windows of a fully furnished house, and you were like, nah, I'm pretty sure this is still the right joint. <laughs> well, it, well, it was they were putting up for rent, so it wasn't um, ah. and that's probably what helped uh, why the boss was like, oh, this is the house because it was pretty empty at the time. <sighs> that is a that's the one of the biggest mistakes. Well, so yes. Nick, what ended up happening with that house? Did did your boss have to pay for it? Yeah, well the boss's insurance company had to pay for it and then obviously had to pay for all like the wages and like the, the equipment used <laughs> to demolish the house. So it was a double whammy. Not only did he have to pay for the house yeah. to be repaired, but all the equipment well, that'd be well over a million dollars. Yeah, it was, he wasn't. It wasn't a happy camper, that man. <laughs> well, brilliant. Thank you very much for calling, Nick. Um, I no think worries. we've well and truly smashed our expectations, Luke. That smashed yours. I mean, now my $400 golf cart battery looks great. I don't know why they were so mad at the time. I didn't demolish the, 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 the golf cart. Do you want to celebrate some incredibly small wins? Have you had a little win uh, in your life this week that's been like, you know, was that the pick-me-up that you needed? You had one, Lewis. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like radio celebrates big wins all the times like jackpots prizes lottery boring we want some little wins <laughs> i mean some would argue that that ex- that's exciting mate i would agree but that's yeah. not the point of this segment <laughs> yeah uh i had a, a an incredibly small win a couple of days ago i went to use the uh, bathroom here in the offices and i needed to use one of the cubicles because i needed to sit down but both of them were being used so initially it was going to come off as a major loss but then one of the cubicles opened, the guy walked out, I looked at the toilet, the toilet seat was up, meaning he didn't sit down, 
So the seat wouldn't have been warm <laughs> when I sat down. So I was like, hey, that's an incredibly small win. That's a pretty big win, to be honest. But you yeah, yeah, no, look, incredibly insignificant to my day. But mm. hey, I'm glad you had. But don't you some? Uh, yeah, true. You don't want you don't want to feel someone else's warm cheeks. No, no, you see, <laughs> and no, you're not far, far too intimate to be with a coworker. That's a small I think. win. Another one happened to us. We were out after our radio show on Friday night, and mm. we were at a Macca's, and on the wall there was a Ronald McDonald. Uh, charity uh i would say call it a charity ramp wall where you drop a coin in and then the coin slides down some ramps yeah it went down like four different levels of ramps. it was almost like a coin maze to yeah. make donating the coin more, more fun, fun so you can see it roll down the wall and it sucked us in big we were yeah. like oh let's watch the coin go down the maze and uh there was a build-up of coins on the third, on the second bottom ramp. Yeah, so one co- of the coins was stuck on on the second bottom ramp. I must have been built incorrectly. There was like six coins stuck, and there, there. was it was like a, a huge blockage. And I was like to the guys, I was like, guys, do you reckon we can send a coin all down to the bottom? Because I originally put in like ten cents or something, whatever my change was from my meal, I put it in the thing, mm. and it got stuck. And I was like, ah, oh, we need a heavier coin. Yeah, so, so we tried a twenty cent, and it got stuck again. Yeah, and by yeah. by the I end, I came along with a one dollar yeah, coin. We still got. Stunk. We tried about five or six different coins until so we like they were all. And by the way, and then each, every time we tried a coin, it made the blockage even bigger and bigger. So it yes. became harder for the coin to get down to the bottom of the ramp. And then the call was made. Someone said, "Does anybody have a two dollar?" <laughs> and Radio Mike, our button pusher, put up his hand. We put in the two dollar. And we actually have audio that was filmed, filmed on it. Snapchat uh, from when you'll you'll hear the point when the you'll coin hear hits the all bottom. You'll hear all four levels as we watch the coin it, go down. It and was, it, as it gets lower, yeah. we get more excited. It was an incredibly small win, but we do react like Oprah just gave away a car. <laughs> there you go. Oh my god. <laughs> I think someone said, oh my God, woo. Yeah, yeah, that was me. We were just celebrating like we just won the lottery, even yeah. though it was an incredibly small win. That, and guys, we want to celebrate Let's small celebrate wins. incredibly small wins. Have you had a small win? Luke and Lewis on the Fox. Lewis, Facebook Memories uh, is a function on our Facebook that uh, it often pops up things from your past that perhaps you're not proud of. Yeah, Facebook is like, hey... Remember this? And you're like, like it's a oh, good thing. I was trying to forget that. <laughs> and that thing I did in 2011 that I should have never posted on the internet. Yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty happy that my uh, Facebook account has been deleted a few times. So right. mine only goes back as far as like two years ago. Oh, and so I yeah. don't really get many embarrassing memories. But if it was showing me stuff from like 2009, yeah. I would delete it myself. <laughs> The way I worked it out, so I got one, it, it gave me a notification of a pretty embarrassing status I made. It was just something like, why did I feel the need to share that to my friends? And mm. lots of people do this. You scroll down to pre-2011, just when everyone was getting Facebook, people yeah. were still writing text statuses yeah, you know, when, every in hour. In 2011, people were using Facebook kind of how they envisioned it to be. Yeah. It's like, hey, if you have a thought, chuck it on Facebook. Yeah. And people didn't understand that you say some pretty lame stuff when you're in year nine. Yeah. And I started going down my Facebook wall and there's some stuff on here that just doesn't hold up in 2008. Oh, you've brought some Facebook memories. I've brought my top four Facebook memories. Are you sure they don't hold up? Yeah, I'm pretty confident. <laughs> well, okay. How about you read them to me? Yeah. And uh, I don't know if we decide one of them's good enough. Why don't you just chuck it on your Facebook page tonight? 
like public. I could do it now if you want. Yeah, all right. Song. All right, we'll read them out. Check it out. And we'll choose the best ones. And guys, you can go and see it written. But it's going to be posted like no context. I guess that's how it was posted at the time though. In yeah. 2011, I wasn't given context for these thoughts. These I suppose just... the only difference between now and then is yeah. that then you post it to maybe 60 okay. personal school friends. Now you'll be posting it to almost half a million fans. Yes. So, so let's do it. But let's ruin your career. Ho- hopefully they'll get more likes than they did. Um, the first one is uh, from the 11th of January, 2011. Classic vintage. Has rediscovered the joy of boogie boarding. Because remember, it used to be like Luke Kidgel and then has rediscovered the joy of boogie boarding. Yeah, uh, I like that. No one does that anymore. Three likes. Three likes? Boogie boarding is pretty... <laughs> Thanks for that, Mike. We just, we just exited that what memory. What was that? <laughs> Sorry, we were exiting the memory. I okay. know, but that whole conversation we had after it wasn't part of the status. That yeah. wasn't the comment you could, you could be a bit quicker on that button, Mike. I, okay. I, I was, I would, that was, we lived in that memory for way too long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to the next memory. Second one, uh, I posted 8th of May, 2011. Ooh, so really only a, only a couple of days after. Yeah. <laughs> Space Jam. <laughs> Five likes. Space Jam? Yeah. N- not, not even a review of the film. I didn't give my thoughts on. I was probably watching it and was like, I've got to post those two words. Yeah, okay. Do you reckon that one will still hold up? Still quite a popular film. It's a popular film, but I I feel like in today's social media climate, not going to go that well. What's the next one? I think you'll like this one. 18th of March, 2011. Sitting by the fire, listening to Panic at the Disco. Friday, life doesn't get much better. I like that one. And you know what? You know I, what? I just realized I spelled better wrong. I actually wrote life doesn't get much beta. So, <laughs> so Luke, if here, do I even need to hear life the last one? Life does get a lot more beta than tell that. Me the, <laughs> tell me the last one. Uh, this one was, uh, okay, this one, you need a bit of context. Okay. Uh, my friend Rob from uh, high school had just come back from a family holiday from Queensland. Oh, yeah, and Robert. he'd been gone for about a week. Yeah. Uh, 3rd of December, 2010. Rob's back! Because it's in capitals. Yeah. 50 exclamation marks, four likes. Then Rob in the comments goes, good to be back, six likes. Well, hey, hey, that's a bit rough. He got more likes he than did. your status. Yeah. Not very nice. No, it's not. Now, Luke... Did the world need to know that Rob was back from Queensland? I mean, it was great to have him so. back, but I don't think it was worth posting about it. Oh, so that's internet. kind of his responsibility. Like, he yeah. goes, hey guys, just so you know, I'm back. I but know. you just let everyone know. I was trying to, yeah, do him a favour. Just anyway. celebrate. Uh, now, Luke, you need to pick one of these to post on your page tonight. I'm going right to go now. with number three uh-huh, for it. a couple <laughs> of reasons. Uh, could you just read number three out? Number three was uh, posted on the 18th of March, 2011. Sitting by the... F- oh, okay. Sorry, are we still doing We just hearts? re-entered the memory. <laughs> Sitting by the fire, listening to Panic at the Disco, Friday, three exclamation marks, life doesn't get much beta. Do I have to and spell it wrong again? exit the memory. <laughs> Sorry, just had to get out of there real quick. Uh, <laughs> so there's a couple of reasons why I like that. Uh, you spelled beta wrong, you spelled it as beta. Do I have to write beta? Yes, you have to write beta, and you also have to write, Friday night doesn't get any better than this. <laughs> Even no, though I said Friday... Three exclamation marks, and then said, "Life doesn't get any much better." Okay, well, so yeah, you I still have to write Friday, even Sunday. though, yeah, even though it's Sunday. That's why I've, you got to you got to put that up. And I'm about to put this up to three hundred and seven thousand people online. All right, guys. Well, check out hey, Luke Kidgel's Facebook. Page. Go if you go to my Facebook page, that'll be posted right now. Give it a like. What do I? What am I trying to beat? I'm trying to beat uh, zero likes on that one. <laughs> 
<laughs> if anyone likes it, go check it out. Leave a comment. Will you listen to Panic of the Disco yeah. on Friday? Let me know. We'll keep you guys you. updated on how many likes this gets. It's Luca Lewis. Before we begin, we would like to let you know that Amy Shark says hi. Yes. <laughs> she wanted us to pass that on to you all. And yes. um, now you guys all know. Also, she hopes you've been well. <laughs> and that's the only thing Amy told us. Yep. Um, so, Luke, you just recently posted a reposted a Facebook status from 2009 yep. onto your main Facebook page. How are we uh, going likes-wise with that? We've got five likes so far, which is five more than it got in 2011. Oh. I posted, sitting by the fire, listening to Panic at the Disco, Friday, three exclamation marks, life doesn't get much beta, because at the time I spelt better wrong. And um, it is a Sunday night also. Yes, but uh, yeah, people are enjoying that status. Um, I still don't think, oh, we had a comment. Oh, yes. Um, Oh, wow. Someone tagged someone and said, we should actually do this. It sounds really chill. <laughs> do they know that it's not, not Friday? Do they know that Panic at the Disco, like, aren't really... A- oh, they are a band. They've got a new song. But, you know, haven't been around you, since... Do you want to listen to the new one? Yeah. Oh, no, it's good. <laughs> actually, the station's been playing it, so absolutely, Luke. <laughs> That's true. Um, all right. So, we need to uh, get down to business, Luke. Uh, here at, uh, at Fox, they have three Fox-branded Jeeps. Uh, and it really, we've decided that we need a tandem bike to match. We want a tandem bicycle. We want a tandem bike. We want our boss to pay for it. Yeah, that is what we'd like. You're very welcome for that incredible singing, guys. Uh, now, we're at the stage in, uh, in the tandem bike buying process where we've come down. We have three different tandem bike examples. We were, giving a, we were given a $100 budget plus GST. We have $110 to spend here. Mm-hmm. I have three options from tandem bikes. I'm going to be honest with you, Luke. None of these are what we originally envisioned. We're not going to get a full tandem bike, but I do have three options that we're just going to have to settle for. We can't even get a tandem bike. Not a full one, but so we're really just making a bit of an oh, irresponsible purchase well, it's here. it's a good thing we didn't talk about it for five weeks on our show. <laughs> um, now, we need to decide... For those new to the show, we've been talking about it for over five weeks. <laughs> yes, it turns out you can't get a good tandem bike Our for boss has given us a very tight budget, and we are doing our best to stick to it because he realizes that, yes, this is an irresponsible purchase mm. but we want to feel included he bought his other shows at Jeep so yeah. you know this, I mean this is cheap it's barely the it. least he could do but who's gonna who decides which tandem bike we get Luke um, well, I think out of the two of us, mm. you are generally known for making more irresponsible purchases. What do you mean? What do you mean? You just I'm good with money. You leased a storage unit next to a brothel for three months and <laughs> hey. used it about twice to film videos in, and then you went, "Oh, that probably wasn't a good decision." And now you've just leased a warehouse also near near another brothel. <laughs> hey, correction, mate. Three brothels. <laughs> and, uh, Is that real? And also, you you bought a Gucci belt. Yeah. Got For those who don't know, being on Sunday nights, we're mm. not on Gucci money, okay? okay. You okay. have a Gucci hat. I was in the store and you bought it. And yep. The lady was looking at you like, are you lost? And <laughs> you're like, nah, just, okay. just wear right. an irresponsible hat, please. All right, fine. That'll be $300. Well, fine, mate. I'm going to, I'll decide on the tandem bike. Yeah, good. But you, you, gotta, you have to go with me and respect my authority in, in, in uh, irresponsible I've purchases. never trusted any, any more, sorry, a person any more than you. All right. So we have three options. First option, uh, $70. Tandem bike mechanism for kids. So this is a basically uh, a tandem bike strap-on that goes 
on the back end of a full bike, so it and ma- the child can ride the back end of it. Right. Well, I'm at the back, so absolutely not. No, I'm an adult, and I don't want to be like. Look, that. Are you sure? Because we would have about sixty dollars left over to spend on like well, yeah, jockeys. Because we need to buy a bike. That's not even. That's we could get you a helmet. That's half a bike. Mm. What well, what I'm looking at is a picture of a thing that straps onto a bike. So if that's only seventy dollars. Then we. That's $40 left out of the $110 budget to buy a bike. Okay, that's true. How are we going to get a bike? Has anyone thought of that? All right. We're looking at buying half a bike right now. I have a bike at home. The producing team's just realized it now. We've all gone, nah, guys, we can't afford a full bike. We'll buy you a wheel and a seat. Okay, well, we could use my full bike on here, okay? Are you going to donate a bike? Yeah, yeah, okay. But uh, second option... Uh, this is can a... Can you donate a tandem bike? Then we could stop talking about this. I don't have one of those. I've been trying to get my boss to pay for it for 1060. Oh yeah, by the way, whenever you listen to this, 131060, if you are selling a tandem bike, it's such a long shot, but please do give us a call. We'd love to put you through to our producers and... Yeah, we'll pay $100 plus GST. We can only pay $110 max. Um, all right. Uh, second option is, uh, the same thing, but it's not for kids. So it's, a uh, yet another tandem bike strap on. However... This back end is for adults, so... Oh, I like that better. Yeah. It looks more sporty, though. But one. this one's $160, meaning mm. you and I will have to split the uh, 60 bucks or the $50. Mm. Less so, interested now. Less interested. Don't want to put personal money into mm. such an irresponsible purchase. I'm sure you'd probably pay the whole thing. Well, judging. anything that's more expensive generally means that it is much better in my eyes. Yes. Um, so that's the second option. The third option, though, I'm kind of leaning toward this one. I think this is what we should use, and uh, I think you will agree. Uh, this is uh, $120, so you know we've got to put in five bucks each. Uh, this is a Eurotrike Tandem Princess Trike Girls Bike. <laughs> Uh, it's for toddlers. Uh-huh. Um, it says it's perfect for two children to play together or just as much fun for one little princess. They can even take their toys for a ride. So what do you think about this one, mate? Um, $120. I, that's yes. actually, honestly, like I know we won't fit in it and stuff, but we technically still have achieved the goal of having a Luke and Lewis tandem bike. That's true. Well, can I have the song to think about it? Um, look, mate, I'm thinking that, you, what, do you want a bike that we would fit on? I preferably enjoy riding it, yes. Mm. Preferably the one that we could ride. That's a little bit fussy. I'm, That's I'm, a bit fussy, mate. I think you've been a bit of a princess about this, so <laughs> we're going with the princess bike. I haven't been a little princess in years. All right, well, you're about to be one. We're going with the $120 princess trike. Our boss is going to be so mad at this purchase, and that is why I support it. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm not even going to fit on this thing, but hey, irresponsible purchases, that's what we do. Turn in 1060, are you a little princess? Do you want to ride our bike? <laughs> Luca Lewis on the phone. Can I interest you in one of these? He sounds like Jim. She sounds like Stacey. He might be Dave. She might be Jane. We'll guess your name. We'll guess your name. Thirteen ten sixty. the name game. That's right, guys. We're playing the best radio game in all of uh, all of time. It's the name game where we will guess your name within three unrelated questions. We've done this three times now, I think, and we have not yet guessed someone's name. Uh, but I'm feeling confident this week. This week we've we've come in with a brand new tactic. Yes. Well, we- I think uh, last week. If I can remember correctly, I think I made a big call guaranteed I was going to get one yeah. today. And then two weeks ago, I I did guess the name Pilkington, which in hindsight is an unlikely... Although we had to go to Pilkington, that would have been pandemonium. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> give us a call. Pilking pan- <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. Mate, 
Mike, could you hit the joke alarm, please? I just say it. I, I stopped myself. Don't hit the joke wow, alarm. Wow, amazing joke. Thanks for bringing that one to the show. Definitely worth saying. I didn't say it. Mate, no excuses. I was about you to stopped. say yep. PP Pilkington Pandemonium, but mm-hmm. I stopped myself, and that was a premature joke alarm. <laughs> Mate. I disagree, and I stand by my joke alarm for even attempting to bring that to the show. Anyway, we're playing the name game. (laughs) Just give us a call if you have a name, and we'll guess it next. Luke and Lewis on the Fox, and we're doing this. He sounds like Jim. She sounds like Stacey. He might be Dave. She might be Jane. We'll guess your name. We'll guess your name. 131060, the name game. That's right, we're playing the name game where we have two callers who have called up. Our producers outside the studio know their names. We do not, and uh, we are going to guess their names by using three questions to vibe out their personality and other things about them because we feel like certain names are attached to certain people. And today we're using a new tactic. Uh, we actually Google the top most, uh, the top 100 most popular uh, first names. Mm. Uh, I think it was from like the early nineties to two thousands, which is, I guess, the demographic that we're hoping yes. we're going to get. I mean, n- now I realise that if if it's someone who's older or younger than that, we're going to be completely off. Oh no! Like it might be a Doris or something like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, or it could be like a new age name, like Carmen, if, oh. if someone really young calls up. Yeah, but uh, guys, okay, but this that's is our tactic, tactic because. In the last weeks, I guess we've guessed more obscure names, mm. uh, but we've had some. I mean, someone called up whose name was Matim, and I guessed Adam, and I felt like a fool. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, I should have gone more obscure. But uh, I think I'm going to play in the top 10 region today. I think this is intelligent. I've got a list of them too. Luke and, uh, makes the top 10, by the way. Yeah, um, and so does your brother's name, Jack, meaning that your parents are some of the most basic namers yeah, on the planet. They've just opened up a baby naming book and just like... First page, eyes closed, and yeah. thanks, mum and dad. But yeah, yeah. Um, call the one I'm going to be guessing first. Yes. I'll, I'll ask you a few questions. Do not say a name, but welcome to the show. Thank you. Oh, okay, girl. I'll go over to the girl side now. So I'm playing in the top ten. Immediately, I'm 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 vibing Georgia. But I'll ask you a few <laughs> questions first. <laughs> yeah. Georgia, uh, do you have? Okay, what is your grandma's name? Pat. Pat. Patricia. Patricia. Okay. Right. Cool. It's not Postman Pat. No. <laughs> Do, but, okay, my second question following on that is, does your grandma own a black cat? She doesn't. Like Postman she Pat. Doesn't, she Mate, doesn't have a black cat. You just wasted My question. third question is, is your grandma a Postman? <laughs> is that your three questions gone? <laughs> yeah, damn. I, Mate, you, you wasted all three of your questions. We already confirmed that it was not Postman Pat. <laughs> oh, can I ask another one? No. Oh. That's your three questions Taking gone. Taking run with it. Oh, gone. no. Well, is you know... Is your name Georgia? <laughs> it's not Georgia. Oh. <laughs> Guys, I felt like I really flunked this week. I really I really flunked it and um I'm I'm really sorry. Yeah, you had three questions. Alright. So what is your name? Kate. 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 Is Kate in the top ten? No, is Kate in was Postman wrong. Pat? I don't think so. It's no, not in the top ten. So. Maybe I shouldn't have based all my questions around, around a children's my grandma's cartoon. Figurative crack cat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well. Thanks for calling. Anyway, is Kate, it my, should it be my I'm just turn looking now, at Luke? the list. I don't think Kate even makes the top hundred names. So this was a bad tactic. All right. Well, uh, it's going to be uh, my turn. Kate was the. Oh 19th wait, was it Caitlin? Kate was the name. No, just Kate. Oh, okay, because Caitlin's 94. Right. Well, oh. Kate, Kate is <laughs> 19. Okay. As oh, I missed Kate. Yeah. 
All right. Well, All right. Well, you thanks play for in the top 20 region, maybe with the next caller. Okay. Although I don't want you to get it. Yeah, my turn. Caller two, welcome to the show. Do not say your name. G'day. <laughs> <laughs> they, just, they just never know what to say when I you know. can't say, hey, how you going? I mean, hopefully his name's it's not like you can, Man, you can say anything you want except for your name and all you had was uh, g'day. Well, that's g'day, like, mate. <laughs> okay, that's a little bit better. I got a mate out of you. All right, sweet. My first question, I'm going to use an advanced form of Luke's technique. Is your grandma called Postman Pat? No. No. Okay, see how I knocked that out in one question instead of three? I don't know what you're doing. Just really made your strategy much more efficient here. I'm going to nail this. All right. Uh, All right. Well, next week I'll come straight out of the gates with that. Yeah. And then I'll knock it out also. Second question. What kind of haircut do you have? Oh, very short. Mm, very short. Okay. Um, and final question iPhone or Android? iPhone. Hmm. Hmm. Right. I'm, okay. So, I'm thinking short haircut. Yep. Grandma's not Postman Pat. Definitely iPhone. Not. I know who that is. I know who it is. Okay. I'll write down. You write it down. It. Write it down on your computer. <laughs> okay. I'm going to guess. Is your name the third most common male's name? Daniel. Oh, are you kidding me? You got it. No way, are you joking? I'm not joking. Your name's Daniel. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I man. can't believe oh, it. Can we get it, producers? Oh, I got it. Oh, man. I can't <laughs> believe you're going to win. 1 0, Luke Kidgel. I told you I was going to get it. Postman Pat is not his grandma. He's got a short haircut and he uses iPhone. That is a Daniel. That is such a Daniel. <laughs> Thank you very much for calling, Daniel. Oh, I can't believe we no. got it this early. What was that, like three or four no, goes? It took four goes. Hey, I told you, mate, I was going to get it. Now it's 1 0. Hey, Daniel, thank you so much, mate. Can I try and defend it next week? What did you guess? All? What did you write down? Yeah, Nathan. Of course, mate, Nathan doesn't use... What, what, what is he doing? Hang on a second. We had a little bit of bad language there. So we're going to go to a song, though. Let's. Uh, we'll be back in a sec. Uh, we had a bit of an abrupt end to our last segment uh, because uh, if you... Just a quick recap. We played the name game where we were trying to guess uh, a caller's name with three questions about their personality. It was incredible scenes. We thought it would probably take us around a year to two years to actually get someone's name name yes. and you managed to get one and towards the end of the break so we had to end it quickly there was some confusion in the studio i said very quickly i i you feel guessed the name wrong yes and i said i feel like an idiot no i feel like an idiot now i wrote down nathan of course mate nathan doesn't use what what, what is it uh, <laughs> then it, then it sounded like something else <laughs> thought i said another f word we quickly went to a song and um hit the dump button but I uh, can assure you that now I feel like an even bigger idiot because I definitely said feel. But yes, um, yes there's, sorry about that. But before the break, I still can't get over it. You guessed someone's name. Yeah, and we really, I'm still not over it. We This has been going for a month now where we've been guessing names. We've had eight callers up. We both had a guess at one each and I finally got one. We actually have the moment where I guess the name. Here it is. Is your name the th- Third most common male's name, Daniel. Oh, are you kidding me? You got it. No way, are you joking? I'm not joking. Your name's Daniel. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh, oh man. I can't believe oh, it. So, incredible scenes. We're going to be posting the video uh, of that to our Facebook page Unbelievable. later in the week. I thought 
the producers or someone was having me on, I was like, oh, they've cheated and they've told him. But Yeah. Well, we just had a list of the most common names for people born in the 90s, and I just picked the third one. And uh, yeah, we got it. So if you, if you guys ever ever even had an idea thinking that this was fake, it's definitely not, because while celebrating, well, I, it sounds I, fake pulled now. My, I pulled my headphones out of the desk yeah. and, <laughs> and almost <laughs> broke them. I can't, so, <laughs> I can't believe it. you only have four names and you got the fourth time. Hey, look, now I, th- I guess the show's goal is to get you uh, a name. That's and then, true, uh, and then we'll both have one. Uh, but yeah, so we just radio history, guys. We just you just the witnessed it, just won the name game. And look, are we still doing it now? Because we did say we're going to keep doing it until we get one. Absolutely, we got to get one each now. Okay, now I need to get one. Well, great. So now we're going to do the segment for another, for another two years. <laughs> <laughs> Lewis, I was catching an Uber recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was on Friday and. We were in the car and it was stuck on a radio station that was yep. not 1019 The Fox. Oh, and no. I went, oh no, I'm not listening to this by choice. Did you one star him? I almost did. <laughs> nah, he had great conversations. So okay. I gave him four, but radio, <laughs> yeah. you know. Radio is very important. Well, music's a big part of any trip. And yeah, it happens all the time. Like often, we'll you know, I get a taxi home on Sunday yeah. nights uh, because I'm not paying for it. The station is and, so you know, and I, you refuse to get your driver's I, license. No, I just, I just go all around the country. I just like free stuff, man. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, always a radio station is playing, and you never choose the station the driver does. So it's kind of kind of got us thinking. Well, we realize that people must be listening to this right now, not by choice. Yeah. Are you awkwardly sitting in the front seat or even? the back seat of an uber or a taxi and going geez i wish i was just listening to something else yeah so we thought 30 i mean hopefully not but you be honest yeah. if you are listening to this not by choice well we'd love for you to call us yeah, give us a call and 13, we'll try and change 60. your mind 301060 are you listening to us not by choice whether it's an uber or a taxi maybe you're at work you maybe might be you are the uber driver that forces this station on your passengers you might be in a cafe late at night right now and you're just hearing this over the speakers going oh yeah Who are these guys? i hate this <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not. So, 131060, if you're listening to us not by choice, give us a call. We want to speak to you. got to be someone. Oh, we're getting calls. Jeez, there are a lot of people that don't want to be listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, 131060, if you're not listening to us by choice, we want to speak to you. We're going to try and win you over. Are you currently listening to us not by choice? Like, are you in the back of an Uber or a taxi yeah. or at work and we're just playing? We don't really want to speak to people who want to be listening to us. We want people who are accidentally listening I mean, to we, our show. I mean, if you are intentionally listening to our show, we thank you for tuning in, but we mainly want to focus on those who aren't intentionally tuning in. Because I was in an Uber and I was listening to the radio station that wasn't this one, and I went, "I hate this." Yeah, I exactly. only listen to hits and so old school. <laughs> what we're trying to do is we're trying to win people over who are not listening by choice. Exactly. So, Danny, our first uh, first uh, reluctant listener, welcome to the show. Where are you listening to our show? Or from Dandenong G? All right, from Dandenong, and uh, who's uh, who's playing our show? Or my Uber driver, Milan. Oh, right. Milan. Oh, and have you asked him to change the station or do you feel too awkward to ask? Oh, look, I'm on the phone with him right now. So, you know, it's, it's as awkward as it gets, eh? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty awkward. Do you reckon you'll get five stars? Or probably give him a one G. A one? <laughs> a one. All right. Oh, are we that bad, Danny? Or, I mean, I love Triple M, eh? Oh, oh you well, like Triple M. Would you prefer some Eddie Maguire or something? Oh, yeah, 
All right. Well, Luke has actually bumped into Eddie Maguire in the elevator. We yeah. can tell you what he's like in an elevator situation, if you like. One time. I forgot what happened. What was the story? I bumped it. Okay, that's right. I held up the elevator. I bumped it with my shoulder. Then the elevator went into an emergency brake setting, and uh, Eddie was in a rush, and he was not a fan of that. So, <laughs> so you know what? Really, I'd say, Danny, you and Eddie are on the same page with us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for calling, I'm, mate. I'm uh, never in an elevator with Danny. Um, <laughs> Josh, you're listening to us not by choice? Yeah, that's correct. How come? Oh, I'm in a work truck and all the buttons are smashed off the radio. It's just <laughs> danger. Oh, so so it's, e- it's either us or silence. Right. Yeah, pretty much. All right, well, I'm happy that we're better than silence. What were you listening to before it obviously broke? Oh, no, it's, it's been broken like this for as long as I can remember now. Oh, so you like listen to Fifi Jules, like Fifi and Jules back in like 2010, and then, the, <laughs> and, you're, and then it just, just broke just and you can't through. do anything. Josh, are you normally uh, driving around at this time? Uh, no, not normally. It's, uh, it's rare on, on a Saturday, Sunday night. Right. right. So this is like the first time you've caught our show? First time, first time I've listened to you guys. Okay, yeah. so will, would you, just based off what you've heard, would you drive the truck again around 6 to 8 p.m.? <laughs> well, look, I'd listen to you guys again. I wouldn't necessarily want to be driving the truck. Okay, uh, okay. well, that's, that's great. Good. Well, we've changed someone's mind. An we enthusiastic def- listener. We definitely didn't change Danny's mind. For all of the reluctant listeners out there, I hope to catch you next Sunday. Yeah, I mean, we hope that next Sunday you'll be a bit less reluctant to listen to us, but um, hey, we're, we're doing our best. <laughs> Luke and Lewis on the Fox. Uh, Luke, we spend a lot of time together, don't we? Yes. Yeah, probably I see you more than my girlfriend. Mm. Yeah, we hang out all the time. I, what does she think about that? Uh, she's incredibly jealous. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> um, and I'd Sorry, say, Jazz, but yeah. uh, you know, me and Lewis have something special. I yeah. mean, I'm sure you guys do as well, but... Yeah, you but, know. you know, not this special. Uh, <laughs> this, well, I feel that the connection that you and I share is a bit too special. Sometimes we know too many, too much about each other. Yep. To the point where we could make some big calls that, you know, might not even be correct, but you just feel like you would know that. Yes. And uh, I feel like you made a really big call on one of our previous shows earlier in the week that really offended me and uh, I wasn't happy about it. Yeah. Mm. Um, I actually have uh, an audio grab. What happened was uh, a horrendous smell permeated our studio (laughs) while we were doing the show. I apologized on air. Hey, look, mate. I I, already apologized. I need a Fox apology. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Now, uh, a horrible smell entered our studio and Luke, you accused me of creating the smell. We have a grab here. Mike, it is. Guys, someone (laughs) has farted in the studio. And everyone cannot handle the stench well, of this, which means we don't have a prime suspect. You have a signature brand, and this reeks of you. <laughs> now, Luke, after the show, we worked out that that was not a fart. It was no. actually a chemical smell that yeah. came in through the vents and went through the entire building, including the elevators. Yes. However, you very confidently insisted that my brand is exactly the same as a possibly poisonous chemical smell, and I'm offended, and I'm, ne- I'm going to need an apology you for You know that. what? I'm actually... I know you want to apologize. I've already apologized for this, but I'm going to come on air and actually take that back um, and retract that original apology. Well, good. I'm happy that you've retracted it because I've actually <sighs> written up a, an apology that I think is much more acceptable, and I would like you to read this out, and then maybe I'll think about forgiving you. So you're, you're forcing this. Yes, and I have it here, so I'm going to read along with you, and if you, if you omit anything, I'm going to call <laughs> you on it. Read the apology now. Lewis Spears, yes. I have made a terrible mistake, and I, Luke Kidgel, 
You spelt that wrong. I assume you went ask for your forgiveness. You've written for your forgiveness. This is <laughs> so if you've got to put typos in your own apology, get it right or I don't want to do this on air. <laughs> My mistake. Proofread your own apology okay. that you wanted me Hang to on. do. I've got a pen here. I'm just going to amend that uh, uh, and ask. All right. Here, read this one. Okay. We'll swap. If there are any more typos, I'm going to say now. I'm stopping the apology and we're going to a song. I'm just going to go through and see if there are any. I have made a terrible mistake and I, Luke Kidgel, Ask for your forgiveness. Last week, while recording our radio show, a chemical smell invaded the studio. This smell was so offensive and so horrendous that it made our button pusher, Radio Mike, cry, and I don't blame him. Yeah, he did cry. During the fallout of the smell, I falsely claimed to be an expert in your brand of Wendy's, and I used... Is that a term people use? Keep reading, mate. That's not on there. And I used that Do not deviate from the script. I use that false claim to accuse you of emitting a devious waft, not of this world. My claim, however, was incorrect and insulting. I would like to apologise to you, the listeners, and officially declare that I am not, and it's underlined, I'm not an expert of Lewis Spears' branded bum toots. (laughs) If anything stunk that day, it was my behaviour, not Lewis's bum. Thank you. It actually says, thanks you. Another, another Thanks typo. Thanks you. Good. Yep. Another typo. Go to a song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier in the show, you challenged me mm-hmm. um, to. We were going through some of my older Facebook statuses, yeah. um, and there was one that came out from 2011 that you challenged me to repost. Yes. Uh, on Facebook, the status just read: uh, I posted this. Uh, I would say year in, oh, what was 2011? You mm. know what? That's embarrassingly not that long ago. Only no, seven not, years. I think it was really. like year ten. <laughs> Right. Maybe you're not. I'm hoping you're not. Okay. Sitting, what did you write? Sitting by the fire, listening to Panic at the Disco, Friday, life doesn't get much beta because I spelt better wrong. Mm. And you challenged me to repost it to see how this status still holds up. And it got zero likes on you personally. Zero likes back in 2011. I'm very excited and pleased to announce yep. that we're up to 41. Uh, I mean, two of those were sad reacts, or three of them, uh-huh. but um, 41 likes. That's great. And uh, how many fans does your page have? Uh 300,000. <laughs> so, good ratio or? I, I think it's safe to say that it doesn't hold up. I think you got what it deserved. And it got 12 on Twitter. So, oh, that's pretty totaling good. above 50. All right. Well, that's pretty good. I'm glad we got that out of the way. Yep. Um, that's the end of the show, guys. It is. Uh, we won the name game. It was a momentous show. I still show. can't believe it. Uh, we're going to put the video up of that uh, on our Facebook page and Instagram, Luke and Lewis, if you search that. Also, check us out on the podcast if you missed any of the show and you would like to listen to us uh, and you're not a reluctant listener. We'd love to have you. Or if you were previously recently a reluctant listener, check us out of the podcast. So thank you very much for listening, guys. We'll talk to you next Sunday. It's Luke and Lewis on The Fox. Luke and Lewis on 101.9 The Fox.